welcome to another episode of Clean Talk. It is February 24th, 2023, and we are on site at the BAPIC convention. That's the Bay Area APIC convention. APIC, of course, the Association for Professionals in Infection Control. And we're here at the Clean Talk podcast, the podcast for infection prevention. And very pleased to have with me my guest today, John Guastella, who is with Surfaceide Technologies. John, welcome to Clean Talk. Thank you, Brad. It's great to be here. Well, it's great to have you on the show. I'm very familiar with your products. I'm really excited to share what you guys are doing uh, with our infection control audience. Uh, John, what can you tell us about your background and why you're on Clean Talk today? Sure. Well, you know, I've been in the hospital space for many years. Um, I had a background in healthcare, worked for the American Heart Association, and then also did some work with some uh, cancer research laboratories. And now being in the UBC space, the one common thread is that at the end of the day, I get to help affect uh, a patient's life and make sure that we can positively have some uh, better outcomes. Prevent infections and save lives. That's why we're here. John, um, people are starting to see more uh, ultraviolet disinfection. You mentioned that Servicide uh, does work in the UVC space, the ultraviolet C-band space, which has become uh, recognized as a powerful disinfection option in healthcare specifically. But there are some inherent limitations to UV. It's not necessarily uh, the magic bullet for every applicant. Can you talk a little bit about UVC technology and what it is and why we're seeing it more uh, in more use today? Yeah, you know, um, I'd start off by saying that UVC has been around for over 100 years. And in fact, in the early days, there were uh, different applications. But in the hospital space now, I'll take you back of why UVC actually works. So the different rays of, of uh, sun energy, UVC does not penetrate the ozone layer. So when we reproduce that light wave, it's 254 nanometers, which is proven to be the germicidal wavelength, that specific wavelength, then we know that that's disrupting the DNA in all living organisms. Now, that's important also because when you're using the technology, we are a living organism and you don't want your DNA disrupted. So you cannot be in the room while it is being activated. This is very, very powerful. So that would be the first thing. UVC really got some attention when COVID hit, but we're not a COVID company. We've been around for over 13 years. And so what happens is there's a little bit of uh, miscommunication and misinformation that's out there of UVC, how it works and what its limitations are. Um, I would think that the biggest limitation that we see or the biggest uh, misinformation is that just because you brought in a UVC tower or robot into a space, that because that space is glowing with the light, that everything is being disinfected. The only way that UVC works is by what's called direct line of sight. So I use the analogy a lot of times, if you're watering your back lawn and you have a uh, shed and that sprinkler goes in front of the shed, it's gonna get the front of the shed wet. But what about the sides of the shed or the back of the shed? Size of the shed being the size of the bed and in OR, the back would be where the anesthesiologist is. So there's a lot of high risk, high touch points that aren't being addressed with just one single tower of UVC. Let's take a step back because there's a lot to unpack there. I think that was a great overview on ultraviolet radiation because a lot of it started with the sun, right? Everybody's like, oh, yeah, UV light. I get sunscreen for that. But it, the UVC spectrum is not penetrating. So we're not really seeing that from the sun. 
as you said, the germicidal wavelength that is effective against pathogens. And the herbicide product uses the UVC uh, spectrum for the disinfection, whole room disinfection. You mentioned that I thought it was a great analogy with the shed. So that's what we call shadowing, right? So unless you're getting, uh, if they're shadowing, then the UV isn't getting to uh, the pathogens to disinfect them. And then also you want direct radiation because even the, even though you can get uh, germicidal activity from a reflected UV, the energy drops dramatically, right? So, so you're not really getting the full effect of UVC. And this is a limitation uh, in some cases for UVC whole room disinfection. Now, surfaceide has some differentiation to overcome some of these uh, obstacles. Is that right? We do. Uh, so we own the, uh, the patent on a triple emitter system. So we don't have a single robot. We have three robots that we put into a room, typically triangulated, and what we do is there is a methodology to it. So uh, the EPA and the FDA guidelines, they want to see what's called a six log reduction. And with, tell and our yep. audience what that is. And then so for log reduction, what that means is that a six log reduction means that there is only one or less microorganism that is left on a surface once that room has been disinfected with UVC. 99.9999% of nines. And here's a differentiator for us. And it's it's concerning because we're all used to the Lysol commercial that says we killed 99.9% of germs on a surface. That's great. That is a free log reduction, which means that there's still over a thousand deadly microorganisms that could be present. And we know from our research that within six hours, that those could reproduce to 1.5 million. So if we're really not eradicating that surface the first time, we're really not eliminating that environment as a variable for the patient. Now, the other thing is, you know, we are an adjunct technology to the terminal clean. The EVS teams, they do a tremendous job. Absolutely. But we're also asking them to clean the invisible. And just like UVC technology, that's also invisible, right? The light waves. So how do we know that we're giving the correct dosage to get low-level disinfection to make sure that we're eliminating that environment? Well, there's certain uh, technologies out there. This particular one is called a decimeter card. It only changes color for the amount of energy that is reached to it. So earlier you said, you know, it has limitations as far as how far something is away. So for those of us that pay attention in physics class, it's the inverse, you know, square law that we know that when we double the distance, that it's not half, but it's a quarter of the power. And so the, re the other reason that we're benefit and fortunate enough to have the patent on the three systems is that by having three, we know two things. One, that our robots are going to be closer to those fomites, to those uh, all of the pieces that are in the room, number one. And number two, we can get a full room disinfection done in just one cycle. Well, um, you know, I think that that's fantastic how you're addressing those limitations. So with using the three, you're addressing the distance and energy output. You're addressing the shadowing. And um, are you the only ones uh, using this approach to overcome these limitations with UVC? We are. Uh, we are because we own the patent to it. In fact, we are actually pleased 
that some of the competitors out there now are recommending to their clients that they run a cycle, move it again, run a cycle and move it a third time, um, which is fantastic that they're doing that when they can. But we also know that a typical patient room takes about 15 minutes to get hit that six log reduction with our technology. So you could imagine if you had to do it three times, I really don't think people have 45 minutes to do a terminal clean in a room. Which is actually standard for most UV robot systems, right? So you're reducing the amount of time, you're overcoming the shadowing. And I think you mentioned something else that I think is, is extremely important. UVC is a great uh, complementary technology with environmental services terminal cleaning, right? And that is a manual process and they're highly trained and they're very effective at what they do, but there is the human element. And so then by introducing the non-human uh, UVC disinfection robot system from Surfaceide, it really is great, great complementary to uh, the terminal cleaning that's already taking place. Yeah, we we know that when done correctly and using our system correctly, that we can eliminate that environment from all of those deadly pathogens that are out there. And we hear every day in our hospitals, um, especially the newer ones when we first get there, that they might be having an outbreak of a certain kind. Mm -hmm. And we have uh, case studies, references, referrals, whatever it is that you'd like to show that we've faced almost every challenge that is out there. And we have the data to show that we're able to help those hospital systems overcome that. Well, speaking of the data, John, I know you're a lot of fun at parties because you're the only guy I know that walks around with a dosimeter card. Is this part of the process? Are you using the dosimeter cards to determine the location of if you have a three robot system? How do you decide where you put the robots in the room for maximum effectiveness. No, that's great. So these dosimeters are actually used for many purposes. The first one would be a training tool to make sure that we're able to get over that 100 millijoules of dosage so that we know we're on the right path to getting that low-level disinfection. The second thing that we do is that we use this to validate that our systems are still at the right level and strength that they need to be. And a lot of times what we'll do is we will go into a, uh, a hospital system that's currently using another uh, first generation technology and we'll do what we call a bake off. So we'll ask them to run, we'll have them take 10 of these, put them around the room in the bathroom on either side of the beds. And we will ask them to run their system the way they normally would. And then we would collect those cards and they're all labeled and you can see it's kind of an eye-opening experience when they see that many of these cards will not change color. And then we will have them be the result of like the shadowing or, or the, the, the lack result. of energy from distance, right? That's exactly. So we're making the visible or invisible visible to them. In fact, this is such a uh, UVC right now validating that. Uh, we do know that the, the U.S. government, with all of their VAs, now have a program where they actually have to use decimeters once a month to make sure that they have correct positioning in all their patient and OR rooms and that they are still uh, de delivering the correct amount of dosage. So dosage is by the power of the machine and then the length of time that it runs. So one of the other things that this leads into is you'll hear claims that we can disinfect an OR to 99% in five minutes. That's correct. Probably 99 means that there's over 10,000 deadly pathogens. So 
It's not about time. It's about patient safety and it's about a standard of care, right? Why would you do an OR on a Monday and then just do it once a week? Why does that person that comes in on a Friday morning for their surgery have a different environment to go into or a patient room? You know, the New York Times just put out an article uh, late last year that said if there's a patient that has a certain uh, pathogen, a certain disease, um, fungus, virus, a bacteria that's in a room and they do the terminal clean, that the next patient to occupy that room has a 584% chance of getting that same pathogen. Yeah, and of course it varies by pathogen. The statistic that I'm hearing more and more is uh, around C. diff. And that I believe uh, you have an 85% more likely chance of contracting C. diff if the patient was in the bed before you had C. diff, even after terminal clean. Even after terminal clean. So again, I would implore you that using UVC technology, and we use it for the right dose, the right time, that we can eliminate that environment as a variable. Well, that's exciting. We really appreciate uh, fellow travelers on the parallel path of infection prevention. What can you tell us about uh, how Surfaceide has been expanding their business? And, and did COVID have an impact on your business? Or is that uh, because you're not a COVID company, as you mentioned, what was the effect of the COVID pandemic? Yeah, you know, COVID really exploded our business. In fact, it was it was a problem for everyone. We couldn't keep up with the orders. And then we found a separate application to where we were running out of N95 masks, right? right. Mm -hmm. So we know that although, uh, although UVC doesn't do a great job at penetrating uh, material cloth, but we know that if we ran it long enough that we could have that effect. So we learned a little bit and grew from that experience. Um, and it, and it, I think it's a great point. Let me, uh, yeah, because people don't realize that during the pandemic, when there was a shortage of PPE equipment of the N95 masks, that people were using UVC disinfection technology for let's call it off-market applications to actually disinfect those masks so they could be reused because of the shortage. That's not the intended right method, but it was quite effective in an emergency situation. It was, and, and it also got our foot in the door. To have that extra conversation about, you know, really helping to to influence, you know, uh, readmissions, influence HAIs and SSIs. Again, that's an overall program for a hospital. We are not a silver bullet. We're adjunct to the terminal clean. You still need to have a good hand washing, you know, protocol in place. Are you decolonizing the patient the right way? There's other factors that go in. But again, we are we can be a very very effective piece of that program that you would have at your hospital. Absolutely, an essential complementary technology. And again, the terminal clean, uh, really critical because again, some of the inherent uh, limitations of UV, the shadowing, that also means micro shadows, right? So you have to have a clean surface to make sure you're getting the full disinfection benefits of UV. So following terminal cleaning, best practice. What can you tell what us about the future of Surfaceide? Anything uh, coming that you can give us a hint about? Yeah, so we're really excited about some of the upgrades we've done with our software and technology. We have a very user-friendly portal now where the user can uh, not only log the rooms, who did it, when they did it, how they did it, but then for admins, they get a full breadth of all the reporting. That's number one. Number two is that we have a new piece that's called a scrub cycle. So let's say that you had a high profile case that just left the OR. 
but you don't have that 20 minutes to do the full cycle. Well, we can bring the towers in and very in a five minute cycle, like a windshield wiper, all three of them hit those high touch areas that we know are going to be the most, you know, that probably have the most um, germs on them and bacteria on them and really knock that down for the next one. And that has proven to really kind of enhance that, that patient environment for them. Um, so we're excited about that. We also have two other programs. One is, so we're addressing all the surfaces, but we have teamed up with another organization and we are also doing the air. So we have um, retrofitted the two by four uh, light fixtures. And with that, it has a sealed UVC chamber in it that is constantly uh, doing the air as well. So especially for ORs, it's a great kind of complement to what we're doing. And then a lot of times, wait, wait, I, yeah, I want to go back here because that is really exciting. And I, I know a little bit about Servicide. I wasn't aware that you were getting into the air scrub business, which is so critical because you can disinfect all the surfaces completely, perfectly. And then if you haven't addressed the air, they're going to be dirty again. And, okay. Yeah, we're partnering with Angel Air and, uh, and it has been fantastic. Um, so uh, we're enjoying that because we really want to have that full breath of UVC, you know, technology available for our hospitals. So important that, you know, we address all the vectors, right? Uh, hand hygiene is the low hanging fruit. It's what you hear the most about, but a dirt, a clean hand on a dirty surface is, is no better than dirty hands. So you have to make sure that you're addressing hand hygiene, the surface environment, and then the air quality, because if you miss one piece, then it really is not effective. It's not as effective as it could be, right? right? But doing those, I think that people will see dramatic, positive results uh, if they have a, a comprehensive program in place. But sometimes, a lot of times when I speak to IP or um, OR managers, they have an outbreak, they have a situation, and they really don't know where it's coming from. Well, it's we, the keyboards. <laughs> Might be. <laughs> So we have a uh, we have a program that's called PathTrack, which actually charts and, and it charts the pathogen from outside the OR to inside the OR, where it came from, who brought it in. Um, it's really interesting. It's a, it's a very analytical um, program where we're asking to take swabs in an OR before the uh, the patient comes in during the surgery after the surgery to do two consecutive ones in a row. And then those swabs are then analyzed at our lab. And then we can see what is presented on there. But we're also tracking uh, where who came in, where they came in, and what the touch points were. So it's a good way to kind of have um, your program looked at to make sure, is it hand hygiene? Is it that the, the you know OR uh, surgeon isn't scrubbing in or maybe too far away. Or the keyboard. Or the keyboard. <laughs> I think it might be the mouse. <laughs> it might be the mouse. Uh, but uh, I, I, it's, it's those kinds of things. So we're really trying to be that UVC pathogen-fighting consultant for our, for our clients. Well said. And uh, great information on UV technology and what Surfaceide is doing in this space. We are here on site at BayPIC, which is the Bay Area uh, APIC show, the Association for Professionals in Infection Control. Why are you here, John, and what are you hoping to accomplish here at BAPIC today? 
So we're here because we do have a strong, uh, strong presence in the Florida market. And so one is to support our current customers that are here and show them that, you know, we're still out here and answer any questions that they might have. But then also for the other members that are here today that might be either using no technology or a uh, first generation technology, we want to have that same educational piece to explain to them what they're doing and then how we could possibly help them out in the future. Well, John, we appreciate your passion and your efforts in the infection prevention space. Our guest today has been John Guastella. Uh, you've been watching Clean Talk. I'm your host, Brad Witcher, reminding you until next time, keep it clean.